0: Hey everyone, it's Firestone here with Board Games FM, powered by TheologyOfGames.com. Wanted to talk to you today about a deluxe edition of Werewords that just went live on Kickstarter. If you've listened to us or read our blog or anything we've talked about recently in the past, I don't know, two or three months, you know that Werewords is huge with us especially with my game group we have played that game more than every other game combined i think since it uh joint came into the group and we just love it it is a perfect filler it is a perfect length and it's so amazingly fun it's the best part of game i've played in years it's not still not better than the resistance but it's the best part of game i've played in years so bezier games has decided to make a deluxe edition of it now, the truth is, if you own the old edition, you you might not need to get the new one. There is a cheaper way to back it on Kickstarter. I think it's only $15 to get the new cards and any stretch goals that come with it. So it's going to have new roles, uh and new artwork for them. And so just more ways to play. And they've greatly expanded the word list now. And so it's going to be... 15,000 words, I think, and you can go by difficulty, you can go thematic, so they're thinking about doing things like, oh, these will all be science fiction terms, and things like that, so lots of new ways to play, a new narrator, new roles, lots of new ways to play. If you have never played this game, this is a great way to jump in on it, and find out what the hubbub is about, because, like I said, best party game I've played in years, it's super fun, super fast, I would bring this out with anybody of any skill level and we're going to have a great time so check out ultimate no not ultimate (laughs) wear words deluxe edition on kickstarter right now it's already funded and it's heading making its way towards some more stretch goals so join us won't you i've backed it to get the upgrade kit and uh see what it's about it's a fun game and you should jump on board we'll talk to you later bye
1: Good morning, and welcome back to Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad, and I'm just going to kick off the morning by talking a little bit about uh, what we played over this weekend. I know that I got a ton of games to the table this weekend, and I had so much fun doing it because that's typically not (laughs) how my weekend goes. So let's talk a little bit about those. One of the games that I started off on Friday with was a game called Quest for El Dorado. This was up for Spiele des Jahres, and um, I've talked about this before, Scott really likes this game, I really like this game, there's even an expansion that's just been released for it. It is a race to find El Dorado but it's deck building at the same time you're gonna be building your deck that's gonna help you uh, get across these different terrain types paddles and machetes and uh, the the paddles help you get across water machetes help you get across forest you need two machetes to get across thicker woods three machetes to get across really thick forest and stuff like that so you gotta draft these cards into your deck there's a lot of stuff going on a lot of Heavy choices with simple mechanics. We love Quest for El Dorado. Great game. Check it out. It's a Reiner Knizia and Ravensburger games or Ravensburger games uh, release. So check that out. Super fun. Thunderstone Quest also hit the table several times this week. It is quickly becoming a uh, favorite in my house. Rachel and I love it. One of the things we love most about it is that we always get to select and purchase the same cards as the other person. Although each quest adds new cards to the player board, you always get to select from the same cards. And there'll be certain cards set up for certain combos with with one hero equipping this weapon and another wizard equipping this spell or this item. And so it's always interesting to see, because we have the same options, what route each player is going to go and how it's going to affect their game. The other thing that's really cool about Thunderstone Quest is you have four heroes to choose from the typical fantasy heroes cleric, rogue, fighter, and uh, wizard and you level up these heroes and as you level them up you have to spend your victory points. Or Thunderstones to level those heroes up. You can buy them, but it's very hard to buy them. It's easier to use your Thunderstones. So, to level them up, you have to spend your victory points, but you need to level them up. So, it's kind of this love hate thing going on where you're spending your victory points so that you can get more victory points, but you want to do it sparingly enough that you still have a ton of victory points at the end of the game. Love Thunderstone quest. Uh, check this out when it hits stores. It hasn't hit yet, but it's going to soon. And then uh, a couple that I played with my buddies last night, we got three to the table, some old standards and classics, I guess. Not all of them, but at least two of them. We got Splendor to the Table, which is a uh, fun little game where there's three tiers of cards, uh, uh, tier one, tier two, tier three. And in tier one, you are going to be refining gems, and they're very easy to purchase these cards. Tier two, you're gonna be, uh, oh, you're mining gems in the first tier, refining gems and sending them in the second tier, and selling gems in the third tier. That's if you had to put the theme to Splendor. And uh, as you get to that third tier where you're collecting cards, you're gonna be uh, starting to collect some heavier victory points. First player to get to 15 points, well uh, ends the game it's possible that they will win the game because everybody gets to finish out the current round a lot of fun Splendor's a good game um, there have been some games that have come along since then that people uh think are better one of those being century spice road very good game as well um, but also what we got to the table the other night was lords of waterdeep i talked about this last week as being one of those classic worker placements And um, it definitely is a standard in the gaming community now, so we had a blast playing that last week, or excuse me, last night. And then finally we played a really lightweight um, cooperative game called Castle Panic. Now Castle Panic has super simple mechanics, but a ton of um, strategy as you uh, pass cards around to make the uh, best, most appropriate attacks on the monsters that are raiding your castle. And... uh, In its core set, it's a very simple game, but we added like three expansions to it last night, and we got our butts handed to us, and we had fun because we didn't invest too much into this game. It was very uh, simple, very quick-moving, and we didn't feel like we uh, lost the game and had invested so much that it, (laughs) it hurt. Uh, but we had a lot of fun with Castle Panic. It is a great entry-level cooperative game, uh, especially on a, for a family level. Younger kids can really enjoy it, but hey, I played it with my gaming group last night as just, the, um, I don't know, kind of the, the the final game, the icing on the cake, and we had a good time playing it, especially when you add those extra expansions in. But I have talked too much, enough about me, we definitely want to hear about you. What have you guys been playing this weekend? We want to know. I know you're going to be hearing from Firestone soon. You're also going to be hearing from Jeremiah today. Hopefully hear some good things that they've played and some things coming up on Kickstarter. So keep your ears tuned in, and as always, check us out at TheologyofGames.com. Check you later.